Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hi, and welcome to The Real Housewives of Rewatch. I'm Sue Funk, and I'm here with... Danielle from Brands by Bravo. What's up, guys? We're back. I feel like you can just hear my chair creak, and I'm sorry about that. Guys, I'm just, I'm sorry about the audio in general. I'm doing my best. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm editing on um, QuickTime, and somebody was like, that's not an audio editing thing. Really? Well, that shows you why you're the one editing and not me, because (laughs) I didn't even know that that wasn't for that. We are here for another week of Roni rewatch goodness. Um, very excited about this episode. It is episode five of season one, and it starts off with a bang, man. Massive, massive news. And to me, I find this to be the most like classic Bethany moment. <laughs> oh, you know, it's super classic. Uh, let's just get into it because we are in my favorite location in New York, Union Square. Green Market is where they meet, and they, being Alex McCord and Bethany Frankel, are meeting at the Green Market. And real quick, just for people who aren't from New York, like everyone knows a farmer's market, but like the Green Market in Union Square is like a couple of days a week. Yeah, it's not just like a Saturday, Sunday, because my husband used to work down there and we would like meet there everyone for like lunch sometimes. They had amazing food. You would get like apple cider donuts. You, I always bought my lavender there. Um, <laughs> what did you do with the lavender? Oh, I just like the smell of lavender. Oh. I would like use it. I would put it on my pillows. I'm a big. Oh, I'm, that's nice. I love lavender. I'm a, I'm a sucker for it. <laughs> but yeah, this is to me. I don't know if I can remember in later times them ever filming at this farmer's market because I I, I don't think they could. No, you have to remember, no one knew who they were. This is a crowded farmer's market. That's exactly what I was going to say. I was just like, I have no idea how they fit cameras in there because it was always nuts to butts. 
super packed. Like even towards the end of the day, like there were just tons of people. Union Square in general is a busy area, but like when the farmer's market's there, forget about it. Like the lines can be super duper long and it's just, I can't imagine seeing cameras there on top of it. It would just be super chaos. Yeah, agree. But what the crazy thing that happens is Bethany tells Alex that her and Jason broke up. But it, like, doesn't happen right away. Like, Sheila's... Well, she's like, looking crazy and disheveled, and you can tell something is wrong, and then she kind of, like, blurts it out. Which is classic Bethany style. Like, Bethany just, like... But, like, my favorite is they're just talking about, like, what, like, Johan eats. She's like, like, Alex is like, my children won't eat meat. And then, like, Bethany's <laughs> just like... Spoiler alert for those who might not have watched, but she's just like, Jason broke up with me. Like, yeah. Five minutes ago. She was literally like, I think she came from the breakup to go film. Like, yeah. This didn't seem like this happened a few days prior. This seemed like literally five minutes ago, we broke up. And she says the reason for the breakup is he doesn't know if he wants more kids, which is honestly quite fair. sure of a reason to break up. Very fair. That's a, that's a very good conversation to have before you go forward. Uh, I think it's a hard thing to break up over because it's a mm. it's a potential thing, not like a thing that's happening now. But it's also a thing you can't change. I feel like yes, but sometimes you if you really like them. people, sometimes I think they can change people because again, it's not a thing we have to live in like our day to day with. And I feel like it's a thing because it's such a future thing that you can like push off. So quite impressive, she was able to be like, you don't know if you want more kids. I think he has three kids already. Yeah, yeah. So that was interesting. She also, I think she says how she finds Alex comforting and there's just something about Alex that makes her able to open up, which is interesting because that's not always the case with Bethany. No, and it's so interesting because Alex just doesn't seem like someone I'd go to for advice ever, but I do feel like she is a good listener and she is somebody who is kind of calming so I agree. I think also you, the later Alex is not this way, but season one, not famous. Alex has like a, a warmth to her as they're filming. For sure. I think so. I mean, I don't remember. I, I'm like, for sure. But then I'm like, I don't really <laughs> remember Alex in later seasons. Cause I feel like she was sure, just, we have to rewatch it. I could change my mind. If yeah, I, like, I just remember was. her breaking out into hives when she got anxious, which is something that like, when she gets like really mad, um, which is relatable. <laughs> yes. That happens too. What was that award show recently where was it an award show or maybe it was like Meghan Markle? I don't know. There was someone famous recently that had to give a speech and they broke out into hives and I found it nice to see them being human, which I guess is kind of mean. <laughs> I don't mean it was nice they got hives. I feel bad that they get hives. <laughs> <laughs> so Bethany tells Alex about the breakup and Alex actually like, to Bethany is very kind <laughs> but like in her confessional she's just kind of like what is happening this woman yeah losing her mind I think she's completely startled by because remember again what they've met eight times at this point you know they didn't know each other before filming this is only episode five so I think she's just kind of startled by Bethany's candidness and openness um which I feel like that's a New York thing too I don't know yes like I I was dating this guy and I was telling him about my life 
And like every time I told him something personal, he was just like, oh, I'm really like honored that you told me that. And I'm just like, I would have told the mailman that I am not like, <laughs> like you want to, I am an open book. You want to know yeah. my parents, they're dead. You want to know how? Let's talk. <laughs> like, you know, like, I, just, <laughs> I like have no shame about any of my life. I'm just like, let's go. Let's talk about it. Like, I've got a sister. I've got two brothers. Let's talk. Like, up yeah, it's, it's the anti uh, housewives new jersey i'm like please ask me any question and i will i will answer versus new oh. jersey is we ask nothing we share nothing personal yeah no i am like an like when bethany just like blurts all of that out i'm just like relatable content 100%. yeah this past weekend i blew up someone's spot about i forgot something was a secret for like a year and a half and then someone was like did you know that and i was like of course i knew that and then that that stairs i got and i'm like it was a year and a half ago, guys. I'm sorry. I forgot. I forgot. <laughs> I forgot I was, I was supposed to forget this information you told me. <laughs> yeah. I just feel like I will just talk about anything to anyone at any time. That's why we're <laughs> friends. Because yes. we, we had that instant moment. Of course. Of course. Um, I think then we go to, I think it's with Avery, with Ramona. Oh, yes, it is. <laughs> and is this when they're getting ready for the dance, right? Yes. And, uh... Ramona talks about how the kids appreciate my sense of style. <laughs> I think they're so cute. Like I love watching them at 13 because I just find it like remembering that time, mm-hmm. going to the dance, getting dressed. Like this is pre-teens having social media. So it's very yeah. relatable in their awkwardness because I don't feel like teens as much have that anymore because they have YouTube to show them how to do makeup. Mm-hmm. And I had a glitter rolly stick that I bought at Claire's and <laughs> rolled all over my ass. Like my mom didn't wear makeup. Like I had no idea to do it and no one to teach me. So I appreciate how like, just like they're so cute and innocent. Oh man. I just had glitter flashbacks. I mean, I do feel like, like my, like the nineties to the early aughts, they just taught girls to just throw glitter on your face and body. Yes. <laughs> like, Which I'm also watching yeah, Euphoria so- and clearly it's made making it come back because those girls are covered in glitter on euphoria but I feel like it's more methodical like I would just literally just like put on glitter moisturizer throw glitter all over my eyes and my cheeks. Jessica Simpson's edible uh, like candy line edible lotion line that was like disgusting I definitely own that also <laughs> anything that made me take like smell like a vanilla cake I was there I still get yes. them I'm not gonna lie throw in some lavender now I'm, I'm gonna tell but what it felt like it was classic also like kid being embarrassed by their mom but Avery's friends are loving Ramona and they're like egging her on which is also classic 13 year old thing to do like oh no Ramona she's not a regular mom she's a cool mom very much that with with her friends and she just was mortified well my favorite line from Avery is sometimes the things that she tries on don't look good on her but she wears them anyway (laughs) but you know it's I don't think of Ramona as like a a classically horrible dresser no I do get where as a kid you would feel like she dresses too young like Mm -hmm. because I do think that Ramona is trying to be on trend and she wants to be fit in with Avery she wants Avery and her to be like equals yes somewhat upsetting but the one who loves her the most is her friend Becky 
who like, I'm like, Becky turned into a child star, right? Did Becky get the movie with Meryl Streep? Because <laughs> Becky is like giving me like Curly Sue, child real star, actress realness. Yes, <laughs> this whole yes. thing. She like, knew her moment to be on camera and she took it and she ran with it. When she's like, work it, Ramona, <laughs> do what you got. Like, New goal, find Becky's Instagram. You know, it's probably out there. I, so I did try and find her. <laughs> I could not find her. So if anyone knows Becky, if Becky's out there, like, I just want to know, like, just tell me she was in like at least a high school production. Like I need to yes. know if she acted at some point because this, this child, this kid's got talent. <laughs> right? With the good hair. <laughs> also, I love that they got blowouts. That was such a thing. I know. Well, there was no blow dry bar. So, and again, no YouTube videos to know how to ever do your own hair. So you had to go somewhere and get it done. She's very cute. It was. And, and then with Jill and her dog. Oh. Again, we all have to remember how choppy the scenes are. Cause it just, there's no rhyme or reason to the way the show is edited in season one. It is just so all over the place. Yep. Everyone just, we, we can't even flow <laughs> into the next one easily. <laughs> They're just using New York as their playground. They really are. Just they like really that. are. <laughs> but I yeah. found Jill and Ginger were like the original, like LVP, you know, mm-hmm. I wonder if LVP was like in Jiggy, was she inspired by the way Jill is with her dog? And she just still loves her dogs now. What's her, her dog is boss man boss I have no idea I think her cute cute little dog is boss I do feel like Jill Zarin would be so happy to hear that you said that she did it before LVP I feel like she'd be like this is what I'm saying I've told everyone this she did she did she did it she had the dog the mini dog bringing the dog everywhere thing before her my dog is twice the size of her. My dog is 10 pounds. Like, I cannot believe how tiny this dog is. So small. So small. It's ridiculous. And I feel like I, I am really close with my dog. She's sitting on my lap right now. She is always sitting on my lap. And I am that person. You know how there's like the memes that are going around like Little Miss this? Like, I am definitely like Little Miss, can I bring my dog? <laughs> <laughs> Was this the scene? Because I didn't write it down. Was this where the dog licks up her nose or was that at another scene in the season? I don't remember. I feel like that was earlier this season, but I can't, I'm not sure, but she wants a dog trainer and she's like, Luann, we should just both train our dogs. Yeah. (laughs) Which is setting up something for later, but. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. uh, And then we have Simon calling to invite Bethany to Alex's birthday which is so uncomfortable to me as a single person who has all these married friends where they're just like they act like they're doing such a mitzvah (laughs) they're like oh we're going to invite Bethany because this poor broken single woman needs some help and like Bethany just takes it as just like sure why not I'm not doing anything (laughs) and I don't want to even jump ahead to what happens on the boat because there's a few other scenes before them but and they're great scenes like this is so many thoughts you're really in like prime classic Rony because Mm -hmm. we get something that has been talked about forever this is all that he's known for we get Noel's freaking hip-hop dance yep the instructor's name is Cyclone (laughs) and I just want to know what an outstanding job he did of getting these rich 
white upper east siders to hire him to break stands. I mean, what a gig. I, I can't even like he does a good I get another one. I need to know where is Cyclone. Where are they now? Cyclone. I don't I don't how know. does one search for that? <laughs> <laughs> find him. It's just gonna take you to Coney Island. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just like I don't know. Well, yeah. Then we also get some some prime Alex the Count time, uh, and he just does not fit the show at all. Like, it's just so funny because it's like you see them interacting, and she's like, and he's got his friend there, and it's just like a completely different show. Like they are on Downton Abbey. <laughs> I, I find like there's, I truly feel in the way they feel that Mario and uh, Ramona had chemistry. Lou and Alice have no chemistry. Like I don't feel anything when they're with each other. The marriage is about to die and they are like, all right, we can do this show. And it is like the nail in the coffin for the marriage and it very much feels like that I'm surprised he would say yes to doing the show and being on the show it feels like like something I I I don't know I just it it felt maybe like Kelsey Grammer when he like Mm -hmm. is this my party but I don't remember how long they were married for after season one um Lou and Alex yeah when did they get divorced like how long were they they had to have been married, I'm going to guess, at least 15 years. Do you know that Sonia was only married for like four years? Mm-hmm. That Sonia Morgan <laughs> talks about that marriage like they were married for decades upon decades. And it just like totally blew my mind when no, I found not. out that it was less than a decade. Okay, well, so they were together for 16 years. Okay, I was close. Two seasons of Rahoni. And split in 2009. Okay. So basically, yeah, he, as the no chemistry, we're not that far off when they, when they broke up. Um, My favorite line Luann says about the breakdancing is she says it's part of the young people culture. (laughs) The young people culture. I just was like, oh my God, you're so white. And I just, uh, just the breakdancing was so much. And then we get this dinner scene where, you know, I always remember Noel with his break dancing, but I did not recall that uh, when they're talking about boarding school, he's like, oh, Victoria, if you go to an all-girls school, you're going to end up a lesbian. Yep. <laughs> it was really interesting because like for a second there, you think the count's going to be like real woke because he's just like, that's not true don't say that and then his argument is like I went to an all-boys boarding school and I'm not a gay (laughs) I was just like it was like medium woke for like this boomer you know he could have gone with it and agreed but he you know turned it yo maybe I'll give him a little credit he turned it around I also think he was really just trying to get rid of them kids (laughs) oh my god a thousand percent yes like cannot wait for you to get to that school um and then he like threatens to send them to Thailand, which I'm also like, that could not sound so bad. <laughs> send me to, oh, I've been bad. Send me to Thailand. Okay, well, growing up, I thought only bad kids went to boarding school. I mean, it 
was my experience that people were in trouble if they went to boarding school. But yeah, uh, I, I think that it's also if you're really rich and your parents don't want you around. <laughs> like, yeah, which I, is an interesting thing that's come up now on Real Housewives of Dubai. I did see that episode. Mm. Yeah, and I, I mean, and like Caroline Stansberry, whoo, she really loves to hang her hat on the fact that her parents, the, the whole reason she's cold is because she went to boarding school. And I was like, you can only use that excuse so much, lady. Can yes, well, you? cold and British will really, those yeah. two, that combo. One, I wonder, did they end up both going to boarding school? I think they did. Uh, Noel and... Uh, Victoria. Victoria. <laughs> uh, I believe they do. Yeah, I think they I do. Think also. They both do. Which is even um, funnier to be like you're living, like your parents live in New York City, but they're not sending you to like one of the prestigious New York City schools. Like they're still sending you away. It's like clearly they're living then in New York City for themselves, like the parents. I also think it's too because they're international. So like it does kind of make sense to put them in boarding school. Yeah. They're flying around all the time. They're not there that often agree agree then we go to the boat which is okay my favorite thing about this boat party for alex's birthday wait you're le- you're totally missing oh what am i skipping this the freaking creepy alex driving her i mean no simon driving alex and like insisting that she like blindfolds and like he's like oh it's a surprise it's a surprise and like he like walks her basically off a plank onto this boat and I was just like recently a guy asked me he's like oh do you like surprises and I'm like sure I'm like now I'm like oh like I need to like asterisk it with like please don't walk me off a fucking plank this shows you though why they're still married clearly they have trust between each other oh I would be like why am I on a boat (laughs) (laughs) but my favorite thing about the boat and I've never heard of anyone doing this that they invited the friends to come on the boat and then the boat didn't leave the dock and then they kicked everyone off the boat except for the two of them so they could sail around and have a private dinner. I've never heard of that in my life. Oh, that was definitely some real like Alex and Simon vintage couple weirdness. So weird. Who invites people on a boat to not go anywhere but then they did rent it to go somewhere but everyone got kicked off and they had a private dinner on the boat. I don't know, but Bethany, when, when Alex shows up, Bethany is seven tequilas in, and they are Jose Cuervo Brown. And I'm just like, whoo. Yeah, she was definitely <laughs> drunk. She said she didn't know a single person at the party. So I really relate to that because when I'm going as much as an outgoing person as I am, if I don't know anyone, I, I will get very drunk accidentally. And then it just gets worse. <laughs> a friend. Yeah, she did. But if you leave him with the crutch of the friend, it's still very uncomfortable. Because it was like an intimate setting too, you know? Not yeah. like a stand-up walk-around party. There wasn't that much space. But I feel like they take Bethany having a fun time and being like, kind of just like a silly drunk at a party like she wasn't being annoying she didn't seem like she was being rude like she was being gregarious but like that's her charm and they like take her aside like their parents and they're just like we just want to check on you are you okay what I also found interesting that the shopping trip was literally the day before so her crying about Jason happened the day before the birthday oh okay which they did make a note of 
of how right. this was only one day had passed since the breakup. Okay. I'm glad you clocked that. Cause I was just like, this is a little extra, but I feel like they were very much like, you're very drunk and we need to worry about you. Whereas I was kind of like, she's fine. I would say also, can I, t- this is my exact note I wrote in capital. <laughs> OMG, wait, they met on a boat and then only Alex and Simon sailed on it. Question mark, question mark, question mark. This is so odd. That was my exact note pertaining to this party. <laughs> so I could not get over this. Um, I literally wrote the duo dinner after the party is weird to me, question mark, but also smart, question mark. <laughs> I also felt like it was really one of the first times the editing of Bethany and the, and the show made me laugh out loud. Like in a way where I was supposed to be funny, not like I'm laughing at like it being 2008 or him break dancing. Like that wasn't supposed <laughs> to be funny then. It's just funny now. This was the first time Bethany was really funny and like yes. starting to truly shine as someone who could be a star for sure. Oh yeah. She was giving her one-liners. She was like, I feel like I'm with my parents. It's really awkward. Mm-hmm. Um, when he, when Alex and Simon pulled her aside to talk, is that when he told her she's, <laughs> she's a Ferrari? Is it, yeah. And she said, I'm a Mustang. She said she was a Mustang and he was like, no, you're a Ferrari. And she was like, I'm talking about a horse, not a car. Yeah. And I think she was also <laughs> just like, no, like, I'm not looking for you to upgrade me. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, I just let me have my metaphor. <laughs> yeah, that like, I do not need a talk of confidence from Simon. That's not going to do anything for me. <laughs> but I will say they're very cute on their dinner. You can tell they're really in love. And it's annoying, but it's very rare to see on this show. <laughs> no, Clearly, it's- they're still married, so... No, you're 100% right. They are. And that's why I'm like, I kind of did like that they like kicked everybody out at the end because I was like, that actually would be kind of nice to like be able to celebrate with all your friends and then like also have time alone with your significant other. I guess. I guess. But like, it just also like, I feel bad as like the friend being like, wait, I don't get dinner. I don't get That's what I mean. Like, I would love to know for not Bethany as we saw the phone interview, what what did the invite say to the other people? Join me for cocktails and then leave. (laughs) you know like what did it say like seven to eight you get one hour on this boat like I'm just trying to like I'm a logistics person so logistically I just really would like to know what the invitation said I would just love it just and then leave yeah like how do you get people to get off like imagine you didn't know and then they're like good to see you goodbye and then they turn and you're still on the boat and you just see it sail away you're just like what yeah I didn't we get to sail I feel like if you're friends with them, you're just expecting something awkward though, right? Probably. Yeah, they did not get into who any of these friends were. So I don't, I don't know. Um, I did also find, you know. Around the globe. Oh, the fabulous globe trotters as they are. (laughs) Um, And you know, in the moment though with Bethany, she does say she finds Alex disarming and easy to talk to. So clearly there's a reason she keeps choosing her to open up to because she really hasn't done that much with any of the other leading ladies. That we've seen on camera, at least. Yeah, that we've seen on camera. Her and Jill allude to it a lot, but they mm-hmm. are not really, we don't see that yet. Um, but we do see Bethany in Miami, which is also like, again, a separate cr- camera crew just to go film her in Miami. Unheard of. Yeah, I think it just shows you how chaotic this first season of filming was and they didn't know what they were doing. But at first, <laughs> Jill goes to her house before she leaves for Miami. Oh, Bethany right. is like running around frantically packing and Jill is like grilling her 
And she calls her immature for going to Miami and says it to her face in a very classic Jill way to just be like, I think you're running away from your problems. You shouldn't go. You're immature. But like, I totally disagree, but I am also a runner. I have like, that is literally like my, fr- like my time. No, Miami is also like nothing to New Yorkers. Yeah. Like a quick two and have a reflect. She's not going to like Australia for a month. But I don't feel like she's also like, I'm never going to talk to him. I'm just like completely burning every bridge. She's just like, I am overwhelmed and I would like to take a break. So I'm going to take a two hour plane ride to Miami and sit in the sun for a little while, which I think is like totally fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also we find that uh, Bethany went to boarding school in Miami. So she has a lot of friends there. But before we see her with her friends, we see Ramona and Mario. And this was such a fun fact that I did not know. I always thought True Faith jewelry was Ramona's. Mm-hmm. It is not. It is Mario's family dynasty, which I think we discussed this a little already. Yeah. But Mario is making a website, which I went on the website. The, oh. Very much still around jewel, True Faith jewelry. And on the website says religious jewelry and personalized gifts since 2005. So it's interesting. I thought she said this had been owned for a really long time. Yeah, I thought it was generational. So maybe in a sense it was, but maybe it wasn't this like branded thing. Maybe they just sold to other people. Hmm. I don't know, but they have Holy Communion stuff. They don't have anything for Jewish people. Um, (laughs) But I see. There's um, crosses, not stars of David. That would yeah. Be- well, you know they're missing out. <laughs> it just says religious jewelry, so they should sell for all. You know, you're missing out on a big market there, Ramona. Well, not that she's a part of it anymore, but also they sell dog tags. So well, interesting, but yes, still backwards is God. <laughs> oh, God. Is that a thing? I don't know. <laughs> oh, what was I? <laughs> but it's true. <laughs> yeah, they got Lutheran rosaries they got they got a lot of stuff you know i wish it's their own website i wish i could like read reviews um they have like marine corps jewelry um but yeah it's out of mount vernon and it's true faith still kicking but i always just connected true faith to ramona not to mario well i mean she wore the shirts and stuff so that's yeah i don't know i just and like it you know we learned earlier what she did in her wholesale reselling like that Mm -hmm. was really her career and not the true faith, but clearly she was in it, you know, with the family trying to, to get it going. I would love to know if Mario is still a part of it. It still says family owned, but is he still working for it? And is that when Avery goes to work with him? I think so. And she's helping with the website. Yeah. And she's like, I wrote, she is the most only child of only children. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> she is just clearly their prized possession and she could take a dump on his desk and he would be like, you're amazing. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's just obsessed with her and it's actually quite sweet but it, it's just she's like I want to be Maria Sharapova oh yeah and I was she like doesn't know what she wants to do which is fine she's I'm more of an Avery apologist than you are <laughs> but like I was like oh like well Martina Navratilova ends up on the show on, on true the true ride. true so it's like all roads still leave back to Bravo as they always <laughs> do as they always do and then so then we go to Miami and Bethany is staying in this amazing penthouse, which is so nice. Um, and she gets to meet up with her best friend, Sarah, who I'm pretty sure makes a later appearance. I do think so. For lunch with her friend, Sarah. 
Oh. Or dinner, I forget what it is. And that she tells her that her eggs are not fresh. And that all Bethany says is that she wants to be in love and have sex and get pregnant. Like she didn't care about all the other stuff. That's just yeah. like her goal in life. But yeah, that fresh egg. The pregnancy. She lost me a pregnancy. <laughs> <laughs> the the fresh eggs comment. Clearly, you know they're good friends for her to say that, and Bethany have no reaction to that. Yeah, that's she like only a true best friend of like fifteen years could say that to you, and you not have a reaction. But I feel like when you're in your 40s and like you like and Bethany was how old wasn't she like 38 I think late 30s we had yeah. figured out that's really like crunch time if you want a kid yeah like, she, her she wasn't wrong medically than what she was probably saying it, we really don't know we don't know like, I think that is her delivery was just bullshit. aggressive and it's also that thing of like women don't need to be reminded of this yeah, as we have been told this forever. Like my sister recently just had this incident happen at the gyno and she was so annoyed <laughs> because she was like, you think I don't know? Like you, yeah. you think at 37, you're the first person to tell me this. Like, <laughs> Or like when you're 38 and they're and you're pregnant or 39, they're like, you're geriatric. It's 35, pregnancy. I'm pretty sure. Geriatric, geriatric pregnancy, pregnancy. is yeah. just rude, rude, rude. Yeah. And then right before the dog training, we go back to Ramona though. And Ramona talks about her mom, which I feel throughout the years, there's so much to Ramona that we know, but we don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do feel the story of her mom. She has repeated this so many times about yep. her mom having a horrible marriage, not being able to support herself and then being trapped in this marriage. This is season one. She said it. Yeah. I remember them drunk saying it in, in later seasons, the same thing. Like she's repeated this a lot. I mean, it must've been really upsetting to watch her mother be trapped in a marriage that she felt trapped in, you know? Absolutely. Like, it's more, I'm like, you need, you never got therapy and you needed therapy because if you keep bringing this up in the same context, it clearly isn't part of her issues and problems, I think. Um, and actually her mom had only passed away two years prior to the filming of the show, which I did not know. I found that very interesting too. Me too. I never really thought about her mother um, not being alive during the show. And I, I guess it's just, she just always talked about her parents in such a distant manner. Like she always mm-hmm. kept them at arm's length. But I was like, oh, wow. Like she wasn't with us the entire show. And she doesn't. Like, it seems like she's just says it very matter of factly, like, which yeah. again, you cannot like put grief barriers on somebody, but I was just surprised at like how aloof she seemed by it. Yeah. Well, I think there's a lot of disconnecting of her feelings and then that makes her void of feelings because I think she put up such walls as a child probably to be able to deal with the trauma of what happened and then that affects her forever in all of her relationships with all of these people forever that we see on the show not to too deeply psychoanalyze her but it just felt like the first time Ramona was opening up this season and getting into anything outside of you know what's on camera I would love to hear what a shrink thinks about Ramona because she has such outlandish behavior I'm also shocked Ramona's never written a book yeah she did the Ramona coaster 
Oh, she did write the Ramona coaster. Did anyone read that? Classic novel. Of course. People have read it. I feel like what was it? Bitch Sesh that did a, but, um, a book report on it. Like, I feel like one of the podcasts I listened to did that. Um, and also my friend used to do housewives trivia in Astoria and she, um, I think she's still on Instagram housewives trivia, follow her. Uh, she had, uh, she would do trivia based on the books. And so she reads little snippets and stuff. And that's how I knew about like some of the stuff that Ramona wrote was like wild. <laughs> the, I just went on Amazon to read a review Mm-hmm. The first review was this one star future yard sale material. I feel dumber after attempting to read this book. <laughs> but then the next review is four stars. And that the person said, I, I must say, I actually enjoyed this book and learned a lot more about Ramona. She discusses her childhood. The cycle of abuse does damage and impact their lives and who we are as people. Ramona has been through a lot when it comes to her abuse of alcoholic father. Uh, this person also had an alcoholic father. She discusses her career, how it started. Um, she said, the review says, I felt part of this book was stale, repetitive, and she bragged a lot. So most of it wasn't fascinating. And <laughs> But still four stars. Still four stars. Um, it's probably the stuff we don't know, um, which is interesting. But yeah, people are still buying it. There's a review from 2021. The only other thing I think we have to talk about is the dog training, which is Mm -hmm. very, like, not a lot. The only thing that I really wrote was that I love Allie's Pan Am bag. Uh, My thing is, uh, as someone going through dog training, it's really about training the people and not the dog. And there's not a chance any of them are going to follow anything the dog trainer did. Because you have to put in the work and those two ladies are not going to put in any work, especially um, Jill just having smaller dogs. I feel like she overfeeds her, lets her like lay on her lap on her bed and all of that. And I, I felt Jill was like in one ear out the other listening to that. Do you let your dog sleep in your bed with you? Does Remy sleep in your bed? No, he's 85 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. My bed is my sanctuary. He does not, he, he, no, no. I Husband's six two. No, we, I'm not a tiny person. No way. Even if the king, mm-mm. I held out with Tina Turner for a really long time. I would say the first year that I had her, she slept in her crate. And then like, I got COVID and everything was off. I was just like, I need a tiny dog to cuddle. (laughs) And now I've created a monster who just like sleeps super close to me. So I'm trying to work on like getting her to sleep in a dog bed at the foot of my bed so that I have some space. See what I mean? It's about training people, not just the dog. And that's how I know they're not going to do it. Well, I think that's it. That's our episode. Wild again, all over the place. I, can, I do look forward to when we get to later seasons where there's more of a flow of the episode. Um, all right, until right. next time. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.